Welcome back to another episode of the Not Funny Guys Go Off the Reels. I'm Casey Franklin. I'm joined by my two compatriots. Jonathan Evans. Eric Weinbarger. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you? How how are you doing uh, today? I'm, how are you? I'm eager. I'm getting in it. You, I'm I'm cutting you off because I was so eager to talk. That's that's how that's, eager I am about this show. That's okay. I'm eager as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 45. We've been here a long time. My God, how many? We're almost a year, man. That's almost a year worth of episodes. We're really close. I don't. We, we got to do. We had to do a celebration when we hit that. So so what is this like? 88 hours give or take right because i mean we're, we're averaging about two hours a, a show or just under sometimes so except for that one episode oh yeah that was that was rough yeah that, that like rough we're not doing the godfather movies That's... again <laughs> so we're not doing the godfather movies again um so definitely not anyway uh sorry so what well, i want you definitely guys to do this three no one would do three. No one, no one would do number three. That's like that's like the raspberry giving them the raspberry gut. So, what'd you guys do this week? Anything fun? Please tell me. My week's been crappy as hell again. So, what'd you guys do? Something fun? I, I think um, I might have. Go on. No, Sorry. I was just gonna say I saw Ant Man was about the highlight of my week, but I'm gonna say that for recommendations. All right, all right. Well, that's his highlight. Uh, what yeah, about um, you? Uh, foreshadowing on the recommendation there. Yeah, yeah. Um. I I mean, so my highlight of the week or the the fun thing I did, I think I mentioned this last time. I forget, but I I'm on a trivia team on Friday nights. You did. Yeah, he and won't stop talking about that. That's constantly. because we're uh, we're still undefeated after this past Friday. Now five for five. Wow, that's kind that's of right, fancy. folks. That's right. At this point, my team has won one hundred and twenty five dollars in prizes. What's the hardest question you guys have gotten right? That you were like, there's no way we we're going to get this right. Oh man, there's been so many. I, 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 it's weird to think. I mean, it's at a bar, so I'm drinking half the time. So trying to trying to recall too much from it, you know, <laughs> is a little bit difficult for four it's weeks. A ago, hazy, so. hazy day. <laughs> I mean, my camera's probably hazy, but the the. It's a really so what I will say is all of the questions for the most part are challenging. You know, each each round kind of starts off or each you know um, round of the night that is starts off maybe with a, a kind of a simple intro question of the that section. But each section is unique. And the guy who runs it um, is very unique. I, I would recommend everyone attend one of his his trivias if you're in the area. Uh, it's Barton Smart Trivia, and it's just really cool. He builds puzzles. So you're not just doing trivia, but you're solving puzzles with your answers a lot of the times. Um, so, yeah, that's my uh, that's my recommendation. Does he have the- a training as a dungeon master? Because that sounds like he's a <laughs> DM somewhere in a Dungeons and Dragons game. So What's this is Dungeons his- and Dragons you talk of. Oh, my gosh. Stop acting like you're ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm wearing a satanic panic shirt. Hellfire he, Club. He is. He I'm is. wearing a Hellfire Club shirt. You know. Whoa, no. Yeah, Barton Smart Trivia. That's my uh my North Virginia pitch uh, for and and free nice. publicity for that guy. I'll tell my brother about it. My brother Tim lives in the area. He lives in Alexandria. Since you brought up Satanic Panic, I just have to ask now. D and D movie. I think it's gonna be good. What do you think? Just I based know on people- the trailers. 
I know. I've, I, I'm, I'm going to withhold my judgment until I actually see it because it's not like they have a great track record with these. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Just based and, on the trailers. Just and on I the know two some, trailers. And I know some diehard D&D people who already think it's garbage. Oh, they're not. They just are not convinced that Hollywood will get it right. Chris Pine is a bard. It's going to be the most amazing. That, thing I ever. mean, honestly, that's a big selling point for me. The fact that they also are introducing an owl bear for crying out loud. Um, yeah, yeah, but, but that's pissed off a lot of people being like, oh, really? ruin would never turn into an owl bear, blah, 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 blah. Like, God, shut up. Yeah. It's yeah. D&D. Who, who the fuck cares? <laughs> it's d and My hope is that the movie kind of addresses all those call outs and be like, well, that would never happen. It's like, I, I don't know how this, like, Chris Let's Pine, get John Lynch in here to, like, sing some of his songs to us about that. I'm oh, not a D&D with guy, the legends of your Chris Pine is selling that trailer. Even Lynch. Me. Sorry. It's hilarious. I oh, agree. Yeah, Chris Pine is selling that. I also think Michelle Rodriguez looks like she's actually going to get to do comedy for once. Oh, yeah. She's actually... great at it, too. Like back yeah. when she first kind of came on. And then she became Lenny. And she became Lenny. And even then, she was much funnier in the first, like, the she first actually, movie. Like, the she, first she, she was kind of, she was obviously a sex symbol still, but, you know, very much her brevity in terms of the female roles. And then her comedic timing died when her character died. Oh, yeah. spoilers, Ooh. spoilers. Um, speaking of other spoilers, let's jump straight into us geekly and talk about some news that we got going on. So this one's uh, this is like a little bit of a twofer on the news, but. Um, I don't know if you saw in the news, there's some stuff going on with Marvel. They're doing a little bit of restructuring with Disney and they're um, they're going to like do some cost cutting and space things out so people don't get burned out. Also, they can save money because Marvel is expensive. So they push back some stuff. So the Marvels got pushed back um, to November 10th now. So that's when you'll get to see the Marvels. From when? when was it originally again? Oh, I knew you were going to ask that question. Uh, wasn't it like August or something like that? Um, it or was July? originally. Uh, bu- 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 I think uh, July twenty eighth was going to be Ju- um, July twenty eighth oh, to November tenth. Now, darn. Yep. So you don't get to see that. It was going to be a birthday movie for me, um, but it got pushed back. So to november 10th makes sense disney actually doesn't have any live action movies that time period because there's no star wars there was originally gonna be a star wars in december that's not happening now yeah now that's gonna be on my brother david's birthday okay yeah well what was the star wars that pushed or canceled it would have been rogue squadron the patty jenkins one that is magically taken off the schedule and no one knows why but patty jenkins says it's still happening so who knows um however now that it is on november 10th um november is a crazy busy month let me tell you the schedule the big movies in november on november 3rd mr evans will be watching dune 2 i will be by the way i will be in northern virginia very likely with my brothers seeing that that is exactly what will be happening there will be a brothers evans brothers reunion going on on november 10th mr evans will be watching the marvels (laughs) There's also a movie called The Killer coming out that day, but who cares? On November 17th, Mr. Evans will also be watching Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Or he'll be watching Troll 3. 
Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back on this because this is an Us Weekly update that I don't think I've heard yet. You didn't know there's there's, there's another uh, Hunger, Hunger Games? Games? No. Who's it's in a this? prequel, and it's what? about it's the rise of um, Kiefer Suth- uh, Donald Sutherland's character. Is he President back? Snow? It's it's Snow's rise. It's is about he the back first. For it? There's a no, book. It's a it's a prequel. It's the first oh. Hunger Games. So there's a the author went wrote a prequel. Oh. Yeah. And I then read after- I read the series. The series was good. The movies were fine-ish until the end. I like the movies, but I've never the, read the book. The, th- so. the third book in the, into the movie was just bad. Uh, I will have to take word on. I've just never read the books. I have the books downstairs. I should read them. Um, yeah, then af- after Mr. Evans on the 17th sees Hunger Games, he will be on the 22nd <laughs> seeing Wish, which is Disney's 100th animated movie. Ooh. Or 100th movie. I don't know. They're very cagey on things. I don't know how it's actually their 100th animated unless they're counting all the spinoffs, but it's the big 100th anniversary movie. This is the part where you guys are going to have to start like a Patreon to fund me seeing all these movies in theaters. <laughs> Just saying. Ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to have start up a, pa- <laughs> to start up a Patreon to pay for us to see movies, you can email us at notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com and we will answer um your emails take your money and we will take your money (laughs) and set up a um and we will set up a patron sorry i was looking at a news article that just broke and then it's a stupid article and i'm not going to read it um so anyway that's it november very very crowded i will actually be seeing almost all those movies except for the killer and trolls three we'll not see that oh the trolls might be a good one (laughs) oh wait a minute that's oh i will see trolls three in my what? mind, there's there's a horror movie Shut up. I believe called Trolls. There's like a it's troll horror troll. movie. Is it just troll? Yeah. Anyway, I Alien and Aliens. Let's not let's Trolls three could have easily been the troll third movie. <laughs> yeah, but Aliens is terrifying because one alien was bad enough, and now you're saying Aliens <laughs> Trolls <laughs> is a doll. Imagine if there'd been two. Okay, okay. Small tangent. Now that you mentioned that, if Alien was one alien, which it was. If aliens had just been two aliens, and then they Ooh, did aliens three, and they just called yeah. it aliens again, and it was just three aliens on the ship. Alien cubed. Alien cubed. <laughs> oh, alien eye. An alien eye. It's like A3. 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 James Cameron, you need to be uh, sending us some, some stuff. We got some great ideas. Um, Ooh, A3, also good for Avatar 3. Cameron, you're welcome. Oh, I can't wait for Avatar 3. I'm not gonna lie. Um, back to Disney real quick. This isn't mentioning the Marvels. They also had another story that came out of the um investor meeting. We will be getting a couple of sequels. We're going to be getting Zootopia 2, which I really like Zootopia 1, so I'm very Doesn't happy. Surprise me. Um, we are gonna be getting Frozen 3. We are not letting this one go. Really? <laughs> yep, we're getting Frozen 3. Um, they need cash and what better way than to give us Anna, Elsa, Olaf, Sven, Kristoff, and he did like a dead horse. Let's go. Or or Adele Nazim needs cash. It's Disney needs cash. (laughs) They lost some subscribers on Disney plus. I think it was 2.4 million subscribers that they announced during their investor call. Granted that was not in America. I think it was India. Because there was some like promotion for like the World Cup or something that didn't happen or something, it pissed people off and they left. 
Um, the other one that we're getting that again, they need cash. If you thought Frozen 3 was the big one, Toy Story 5. Really? God, yes. please stop. Who is it? Buzz this time? They've got to bring Woody in. You're not going to just have Buzz. I don't know. Maybe it's them trying to find Woody. Buzz has got to get his Woody back. <laughs> <laughs> Bo Peep took his Woody. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it actually makes finds sense. out what little blue pills are. <laughs> it it actually makes <laughs> sense if you think about it, because a couple of weeks ago, Pam Anderson, I don't know if it's in a book or it was just an article, but she mentioned how. No, she just put out a book. OK, so in the book, she talks about when she was working on home improvement um, one day, it might have been her first day on the set. Tim Allen opened up his dressing room and his robe and his robe was open and he showed his penis. And then he's like, it's only fair. Cause I've seen all of you. And then they <laughs> joked and laughed. Yada, yada, yada. Apparently she wasn't offended. Disney got pissed that she put that story out there. And at first I was like, why would they be pissed? This is really strange. Um, I was like, it's gotta be because of the Santa Claus. Cause that's getting a sequel series, like a, a season two for the sequel series. Um, but then I was like, no, they're doing something with Toy Story. I knew it. Like, I could just feel like there's something Toy Story coming. And then this happens, the announced Toy Story 5. And I was like, oh, that's why Disney got pissed. Because Pam Anderson could have ruined their stuff. So, um, fun world of uh, Disney. Um, so, yeah. Are you excited for Toy Story 5, Frozen 3? No. no. Am I the, I'm the sure at some point with children, I'll be forced and subjected into having to watch it. But, you know. <laughs> Where were the cars game? Like cars eight? What, what no, there's all, there's there's three cars, two planes, and there's like the car like Mater little series. Or I think it's called Cars Off the Road, I think's what it is. Mater I'm that guy, who is it? Um Larry the Cable guy. I mm-hmm. bet he would just he would just do all their shit forever. Like oh yeah. That's a cash cow for him. Why would he ever give that up? Let's I be would. honest, I, I yeah. yeah, but say I would too. Like <laughs> I have no problem. He's from Nebraska. Like he's not even like like I guess he's kind of a, a a country guy in a way. Have you actually ever heard him? He can talk. He does not sound like his character ninety five percent. No, no. He yeah. he, 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 he actually is a very strong hard. mastery of different voices. He's actually yeah, very he's talented. Uh, somewhere I don't remember where it was. I heard an interview with him and him at, talking Nebraska. about how he got into it, and it's it's a really fascinating story how the character Larry the Cable Guy came about. Um, if I can remember where something I heard about like. A family, re- a family member in Florida or something like that, right? Yeah, Florida's like tied into too. it. Yeah, um, we are, so we gonna... are, we are off the reels here. I feel like I, I, feel <laughs> yeah. like I need to point that out. Before we, we are a little off the reels out of here, but <laughs> I know you got to be careful that Fast and the Furious just disappears. Um, speaking Furious, of edits. <laughs> speaking of some um, making of movies and continuing on with things. Um, Actually, I'm going to jump to Disney. This is one that's not on the story, but I'm going to add it real quick because they just announced it today. Zach Galifianakis is going to be in Lilo and Stitch, the live action movie. Is he going to be Stitch? That's what I thought, too. No, he's Pleakley. They have not announced who Stitch is yet, but he's going to be Pleakley. Can I can I can I have a can I have an off the reels confession, guys? Yeah, I don't know. Do we have do we have music for that? We should have music for the off the reels confession. Some something pretty holy. Do, do, I do, do. I have never seen the Elon Stitch. Um, wow, it's okay. Can I, you've seen yeah, my house? I feel, I, have, I feel a little. 
I feel a little crazy about saying that. But you've, it's true. you've seen my Casey's house. Like have, a, Casey has like a miniature shrine to him. I have the stitch shrine. It's I actually called the stitch shrine. I have a stitch hoodie that I was wearing earlier. I took off because I'm, I'm hot. I do not like the Lilo and Stitch movie. Wow. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Why? Wait, why do you have a shrine to it then? <laughs> because people kept buying me stitch shit. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's just like other thing. So, so it's you're a Stitch guy because everyone made you a Stitch guy. I like, I, so I like the design of Stitch, and I like the idea of Stitch. I just don't think that movie is that entertaining to me. Hmm. Was that digital or was that hand drawn? Hand drawn. That, that was, was a hand drawn. You can tell yeah. if you lo- you look at it. You can tell it's hand drawn. Actually, the the last one was the Princess and the Frog, right? That's the last no. One the last hand drawn is actually Winnie the Pooh. They did. Um, there's a newer Winnie the Pooh they did after Princess uh, the Frog. It's the one with um, it's one um murder, Zoe right? Deschanel does the theme song. Blood and Blood and Honey. Is no, that... not Blood and Honey. <laughs> not, blood and honey. <laughs> not that he's in the public uh, domain. Not that one. Yeah, no, it, but it, Zoe Deschanel I... did the theme song of um, that Winnie the Pooh, and it's got uh, Craig Ferguson as the owl um, in it. That was Zoe Deschanel. I bet it was just delightful. Her version of the song is very delightful. I like it. Um, so speaking of other movies that were animated that are becoming live action, we are officially getting How to Train Your Dragon in live action. What? Yep. Why? Because they want money. It did really well, actually. I Universal. I forget how money. well that movie did. Yeah. It's actually a good money, movie. Money. And it's this, the director of it is actually, this will be his first um, live action thing that he's doing. So I guess with where we're at with like. You know, we were watching Rachel and I were watching um the the House of the Dragon. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, back in like you know tw- late twenty twenty two, whenever it was on, um, and we were like, oh well, technology's really come a long way because they have no care about just showing as much dragon as possible. Mm-hmm. Like it used to be, like the dragon had to be saved for like one episode and you know for for five seconds on screen because it was so expensive to create a dragon somehow for some reason, and now it's just like, hey, here's a dragon for like. Just chilling out in the in the bottom left of the screen for the whole episode, you know. You know, the only thing I don't like about that, but you know, for a storytelling angle, I don't. The only thing I don't like about that is I do like the scenes where you can see a dragon, its full majesty for like effect, you know, like an impact. Hell yeah! But I prefer the idea that you would see it only impartial because I think that's more intimidating. Like the I mean, idea that's... that you only see part of it and it, it comes off as massive and the what little part you see and the, you know that synecdoche of what you don't see, but you yeah, know that, it's I'm, there. You I'm know? sure that's part of like what they were trying to do with Game of Thrones too. Is well, like I think that if you... Jaws effect, right? You know, duh, well, you know the horror effect. Comes, There's a horror effect know. with that. Sure. You know, good horror, in my opinion, never really, probably, truly shows you the creature. I like so, horror that doesn't show you the creature, but like you see bits and pieces and you never get a straight on clear view of what it is. I think that some of the best horror never shows you that. It's one of the reasons why the uh, the Haunting of Hill House, I love the original over the updated one they did with Catherine Zeta-Jones, where it was all special effects, where the first one was no special effects except for like light, camera angles, sound. You didn't so- see what was let me happening? Get, let me get this right. You you would like for HBO to pull back <laughs> on the effects 
and some of that like show less so you can have the dragon showing a little bit less that's kind of what you're saying little snippets a tail here a wing there just say less penthouse more playboy i'm trying to okay. save them some money okay i'm <laughs> well, trying to I'm help them that, on a budget i'm glad that you want to save them some money they've already got their idea though how they're going to do it it does affect game of thrones they are going to edit their content for tv so they can put it on tnt and tbs and yeah and uh it'll be it'll be fun it'll be exciting and they're gonna cut episodes. out <laughs> and all the adult content so i wasn't even hitting on that part an episode of game of thrones will be five minutes that first season especially is gonna we'll be, be like five minutes an episode okay i got yeah. it i got here it is here's the game of thrones episode cut down for major networks opening credits followed by the picture of a dragon's eye followed by a picture of a dragon's claw picture by the dragon's tail in mm. credits <laughs> that's what you're getting so you got your wish i mean there that first season again i i hark on first season maybe even second season especially but there are like long whole scenes that take place in like brothels and shit like that. Like you fully use the term sex position, right? Because they are trying to like talk about something that you, you kind of have to know for a political drama. Like it is ultimately mm-hmm. right. You, you have to know these character motivations, these character little political moments and asides that they have in these brothels, getting their dick sucked, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just kind of like cut that moment out. Like I'm very curious to see, the creative editing that they'll do. <laughs> I want to see the creative editing for Deadwood. Well, that they'll just that'll be like a Walmart version of like a rap, you know. I know like... that's what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be amazing. Um, HBO, please stop. Please stop fucking with things. I got ninety nine um, problems, but a witch ain't one. <laughs> Zaslov, please stop. Please, please stop. Um, but a polite woman. <laughs> also, please stop with um, we're getting another Hellboy reboot again. Um, but at least this time it's being written by Mike Mignola. So there's something positive. But that, thank God. That's about it. Ooh, um, you know who, who might actually be good in the role? I don't know if it's cast yet. You know, okay. You say who is it, it is, cast? and then I'm going to. No, it's not cast yet, but you're going to say, and then I'm going to tell you who's probably going to get cast. Go. Dave Bautista. It'll be Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> As Hellboy? <laughs> you know it will be. It'll be something, or Harry Styles somehow. Okay, it won't be Dave Bautista. He doesn't want to go around being shirtless that much anymore. No, he wants to be Marcus Phoenix sure. in a Gears of War movie. That's what he wants. Ooh, he would be good in that. Um, he's petitioning for it. Really? Um, speaking of also doing some weird things, um, there's a new rumor out there. Okay, actually, I'm gonna come back to this one. We'll come back to this in a second because this is a bigger thing that I forgot to add in here. Um, so we'll jump to something else real quick. Um, apparently, Patrick Stewart has said that he and Ian McKellen are on call for their characters in the MCU. Oh, so wow, we might get Magneto back. I have a feeling it'll be Deadpool 3, but we might get Magneto back. Yeah, I I, I could definitely see us visiting those two in, in Deadpool. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll, it'll it makes the most when sense. When is Deadpool 3? 2025 at this point? 2024? At put, least 2024. The, I know, the date's out there already. Um, oh, nice. Give me two seconds, I can tell you. Because they when they announced it, they gave the date. Whenever Brian Reynolds finished crapping it out. <laughs> November 8th, 2024. 
damn, a year and a half from now. Yeah, you'll it's be brutal. dead before then. So it's brutal, guys. <laughs> Come on, don't say that. <laughs> he won't I might have a flight. You know how I am. <laughs> um, I, I want to get to a bit of a sad thing real quick uh, before I go back oh, to the cool. That'll be great. Thing. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Bruce Willis, um, his family oh, yeah. announced that he has, and I'm trying to pull up the article to read what it, the type is. It's like frontal temporal dementia or something like that. Yeah. It's a form of dementia that you can actually get once you turn 40. It's usually common between 40 and like 67, I believe is what I had read. Um, but he has that. So our hearts um, yeah. and thoughts and prayers and all that out to Bruce Willis's family and to is Bruce this, Willis himself. Is this a direct path from the aphasia or is it just as they've done it's... more tests and stuff that they've they've come to a new conclusion? Of severity. The article I read implied that it was basically the aphasia just leveling up in a way, but who knows? So this means Kevin Smith's going to have to go on another apology tour. Yeah. (laughs) You Um, know, it's nothing that hasn't already been said about the guy, but man, he is he is like the action star. I think I I identify with in a lot of cases Um, that that's interesting, because if you think about it, he's not your traditional. I no, know he's only done one why, action why movie. He's... He did Mallrats, where he climbed the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not talking about Kevin. Sorry. Uh, no, no, you are. Kevin, you are right. Kevin though. Smith is the one I identify with the most. Is just a person. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. you be, he, I'd say he it's was Silent Bob, but I talk like Jay half the time. So let's be honest. <laughs> he he had a baby today, by the way. Um, uh, Tov. No, Jay. Oh, oh. The, the second baby Muzzle was born Tov. today. Yeah, uh, but yes, uh, Bruce Willis is uh, definitely one of those. Icon- I watch one of his movies every Christmas. So good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I watch I, two of his movies every Christmas because I do the sequel as well. He's that sort of actor that if, if he's in a movie that just comes on like TV and, and I don't know if that's even still a thing because I don't have cable anymore. But like if you just kind of happen to come upon <clears throat> a, a Bruce Willis movie, you're like, yeah, I'll watch that. You know, like. Mm-hmm he's just he he pulls you in no matter how cheesy the shit around him might be such as like die hard what was it five i think was pretty bad four maybe five something bad. where they were like jumping through like floors of like glass in russia somewhere <laughs> yeah um I, I will say color of night's awful though don't watch color of night <laughs> Looper. i need to watch Look, i need to watch I can't, Hudson I, can't, Hawk. I can't speak to all of his movies but i'll certainly speak to him he's a great guy um great actor in, in my opinion i've, I've never seen hudson hawk have either of you seen hudson hawk no moonlighting go watch moonlighting i used to play a hudson hawk um uh, game boy game have all you seen the time, it and i was horrible at it I, have I you seen the I movie though? Was, was no i never saw it I've i didn't even know it was a movie when i was playing it it wasn't until like i had had it for like a year or two that i, I found out it was a movie i just I, thought it was like this game character I think we should watch it in honor of him at some point in time and then discuss it. Um, other thing, real quick, speaking of some sad news, real quick, before I get to the oh, more entertaining one. Good. Um, I'm sorry. Jimmy Carter went into hospice today. That's right, George. Jimmy Carter oh. went into hospice. So, I mean, um, he's 97, shit. I believe. He's yeah. 98 years old. Yeah. You so kind of want to hear a story like, oh, his his parachute gave out and when he was skydiving, you know, like you're like, yeah, he went out fucking like hardcore, you know. George W. <laughs> Bush could have done that. George H. W. Yeah, Bush could have pulled yeah, that H-W. one. I mean, Jimmy now, Carter. I mean, let's be honest, will probably live till he's a hundred still. 
Yeah. So, um, that man's still actually, building houses for Habitat for Humanity. I feel like he's lived something about him. I know he's a very Christian man, so I don't think this is true, but something about him makes me feel like he's outliving people out of spite. <laughs> Everyone who told him he needed to get rid of his peanut farm. Something. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to jump I've this been, as a As a Georgia boy, sorry, I want to speak out. As no, a Georgia yeah. boy, I love him, right? Um, really sad to hear that. I did not know that news. Um, A and B, I have been to, I want to say they claim to be one of his hometowns, you know, at least when we were there. Have you uh, been place to the called, peanut farm? Uh, America's Georgia, like America, but take away the A at the end and replace it with U.S. <laughs> America's Georgia, tiny little town, really cool. I, if you're in the area, you should stop in. Pretty cool. First I place I ever to... had a fried cheese egg rolls. I was really hoping you would be like, I was in Georgia and I went to America's Georgia. And I was going to be like, but you're in Georgia. So is this, were you in Georgia, Russia, or were you in America's Georgia, but her own Russian Georgia? There's a whole community episode where that gets confused. So let's, yeah. Uh, So I'm glad you mentioned confused. I'm very confused. The Flash trailer looks good, and I'm oh, very yeah. shocked. So, oh, that I, yes, I feel like there's been some creative editing to that movie because so much of that movie seems like it hinges on other people besides the Flash to make it as good as it looked. I am uh-huh. Batman. <laughs> That's right, Michael Keaton. I am Batman. You're so right. You I, are Batman. And as soon as he said it, I had to go get a tissue and clean up. <laughs> it was just that exciting of a moment. I'm Batman. I there is no way that that is not. They could have held that in, right? That could have been a surprise of some sort. But they released that with the trailer because that is their marketing need strategy. It. That is you their marketing it. strategy. Is, yes, is, mm-hmm. is show it all up front and show that it's not just this guy who is not able to sell the movie anymore by himself. Well, <laughs> as, I mean, the fact that himself or the character, the fact that they showed him that and Ben Affleck shows how much they are strongly going after this to salvage it. Also, what was it? I saw I, someone say there's probably a third, right? Rule of threes. I, I guarantee there is a third Batman. Um, Already confirmed. That's the rumor. That's the rumor is that it will end. You when said it goes. like it was. You said it like it's true fact. Beca- like because because fact. <laughs> I I I do think it's a fact because of how they've got to reset the world and the way Flashpoint the book was. The last shots were Flash meeting Batman. So I do think we'll see a new Batman. Um, do you think it'll be then, Pattinson? No, because they're saying that's going to be Elseworlds. I think there is a secret. I think there secretly is a bat another Batman there. We just don't know it yet. Um, is it going to be the Batman who then has the show with Robin? The TV show? Aren't they doing a Batman Robin TV show? No. Yes. No. Like older Batman with like third Robin or fourth. No, Robin? that's that's a movie. You're oh. talking about Brave and the Bold. That's that's going to be a movie. Oh, it's going to be yes, a movie. It, I thought it was a show. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a movie. So that would be that Batman. Yes, in theory, it would be. Um, the there were so many people who didn't know that Michael Keaton was in this movie until that trailer. That was the first they had ever heard of it. So really? we just live in a weird world that I just tell you everything as it happens, and you're not surprised <laughs> when you see it. Uh, but the movie looks it looks good. 
uh, I'm very excited. I like what they're doing with Supergirl. I love that people are pissed that she's a brunette. Um, I don't know why that has to be a thing, but they're pissed. I love that Zod's back, that we're going back to Man of Steel. Um, I also love how that final fight is now going to be out in the desert and not in a city. Because who the fuck cares if there was collateral damage because it's a goddamn superhero movie. I'm sorry. I will die on this hill. I do not care. You can die on it all you want. I will. But it, it applies. And not. I'm not saying I'm dying on the Zack Snyder hill. I'm like, it's a superhero movie. Of course, there's going to be death and casualties in it. Going back to Fast and the Furious, Fast Five, we know hundreds of people die when they're dragging those bank vaults around. Like, who cares? We realize how collateral damage works. It's we not know... just about collateral damage. It's about how do, if they are superheroes, how do they respond? Because if you stack up Man of Steel versus Avengers, there's a distinct difference. And whether they're not the characters and whether the characters give a rats about lots... this collateral damage. Right. It, but Man of Steel, he was, he tried not to have Zod. Zod, being a good villain, was like, you know what? I'm just going to kill everyone. So, I'm just saying. Anyway, um, they they purposely have got them out in the desert, which is fascinating that they did that. I'm excited for this movie. Um, there's a new rumor, though. This is where I was actually going to go with other than the trailer. There's a new, new rumor that when he goes to, after he resets everything and Flash wakes up, not only do we see a new Batman, we might actually see Grant Gustinson as our new Flash, since oh, the TV be cool. show's ending, and technically they've already mm-hmm. existed in the same yes. thing, because Ezra Miller comes into the TV That's show true. for a quick yeah. scene. Um, there's rumors; it's not confirmed. It's complete rumor, um, but it's one I can actually believe because it makes sense. Grant Gustinson might be our new Flash, so we'll find out soon. I would be all for that. I would too, and it would salvage that movie. It fixes a lot of things. I mean, he's he's a he's well, he is so well cast. Yes. And he has been since the beginning with the TV show. So, I mean, to let him transfer over would be amazing. Does, yes. I would 100% be behind that. Does he want to hold on and be in that character for another five years or so? But it would be different. He'd be doing film. So a lot his film schedule, he could still do other TV shows or other things. Well, there, there he doesn't want to do the TV show anymore because of that. Uh, well, that's a lot of commitment. Like a TV show versus a movie depending is like a lot of differences in how they are committed. Cause especially the level of, you know, a standard season of like, say a flash or an arrow, you're like what in Vancouver, probably for like nine months. Yeah. Just making star, it. So he has to be there all the time. Yeah. So you're there for like almost probably six to nine months out of your year, mm-hmm. constantly working on that. You get what three months off and then you're right back into the grind. Yep. Whereas with a movie, what you're going to be maybe three months, maybe another couple weeks for reshoot and then promotion but you're maybe maxing out at six months and that's not going to be happening repeat like you're not immediately going to go do that again right afterwards yeah so there we go i hope it happens i'll be be very excited All right, so let's move on to a little bit of uh, other things. Let's do some reviewing. Um, this week we watched, well, let me rephrase this. This week I watched four movies. <laughs> uh, they watched one. Um, the movies that were on the docket this week, Iron Man, Rise of the Technovore, Avengers Confidential, Black Widow and Punisher, 
Marvel Superhero Adventures Frostfight, and Planet Hulk. In theory, they watched some trailers of those three. Um, Eric or John, you watched the trailer for Iron Man Rise of the Technovore. What do you think that movie's about real fast? And I'm just going to tell you if you're right or wrong. It looked kind of cool. Um, it seems like Iron Man is being shunned in a way and cast aside and has to like. I watched it. I'm just going to say that, <laughs> but it doesn't sound like it now. Right. Uh, John, do you want to? Uh, did you? Do you, you want to take a guess? I did not watch the trailer, good. so no. Oh, okay. oh, I, I have did no watch comment. It. it just wasn't that good or memorable. Clearly, it was anime, and I remember the I remember the animation looked really good. So it is anime. It, it, um, done by Sony. Um, animation's gorgeous. Um, it is. Um, Norman Reedus is playing the Punisher, and Troy Baker is playing Hawkeye. Yeah, the Punisher um, looked real good in that. The villain is. Ezekiel Stang, um, Obadiah's um, son. Um, Obadiah being the villain from the first Iron Man movie. Um, yes. Um, yeah, animation, it's great. I love the animation. It's anime. Um, I like anime. It's just the, the design for the villain looks really cool. Um, the voice work is cool. And then it just falls apart because it's like a really weird take on the extremist storyline. Um, the guy doing Sam Jackson, it's all based like MCU stuff. It's like how they're taking the designs. And the guy doing um, Nick Fury does a really bad impersonation of Sam Jackson. So, um, meh. Um, Punisher is introduced in a cool way. I really like Punisher. But then like the turn... <sighs> I don't know how to say this without sounding like a horrible criticism to anime. It like becomes like a bad anime fight. Let's just create a monster because we don't know what to do with a villain type of ending. So at the end of the day, the villain was very forgettable. But, you know, meh, maybe it was all right. I don't remember what I rated it. Probably two stars, most likely. Um, Let's check real fast. I think I did two stars. Come on, thing. Should have had this pulled up. I'm sorry, guys. Um, what the hell movie was this? That's how forgettable it is. Um, <laughs> Iron Man Technovirus, Technovore. Um, I rated it a two and a half, mostly because it was pretty. I remember Technovore looked good, but it it the story didn't sound that interesting. So that's probably why I don't remember it. Yeah. That said, I think the Black Widow and um Punisher there, right? Yep. Um, that was that was that looked more compelling and still as good of animation. And you are right on both. Um, this is also another Sony one. It was actually compelling. The animation was gorgeous. They actually show us the other Avengers in it. Same animation house, by the way. Yep, same animation house. Um, Sony again. Um, and it, it was a good. I like um I like seeing anime Hulk. Um, anime Iron Man is back in the this one he references some stuff it's different voice cast though so it's not the same it's not norman mm, reedus's yeah. punisher again um again it's nick fury just being like a dick and keeping information from people that would have helped um black widow if she would have known what was going on um of the villain is a stupid villain it's just called leviathan and it's basically just it's like aim it's like an anime version of aim um it's just a dumb villain but 
it's brutal as hell and you could see punisher being punisher so that was fun um overall i really i enjoyed it. amadeus cho is in it okay i'm gonna mention this for a second amadeus cho when he's introduced black widow like comes into his place and then he's starts implying that they're sleeping together and he's like 16 and she doesn't really stop that implication and it gets really awkward and then punisher comes into the room and then it like turns into like this whole other thing so that relationship was very weird um but then punisher turns evil for a split second that part's dumb but we get anime hulk anime hulk was cool anime thor was cool looking but he doesn't do anything he's just there um all in all i enjoyed it more than i like the other one so i gave it three stars you know it's 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 a decent movie. If you've got nothing else to watch, it's kind of fun. All right, what um Eric, what did you think of a Marvel superheroes Avengers Frost fight? That looked dumb as fuck. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like I I just oh, remember like okay. oh cool a whole movie about them fighting like a mean yeti. Okay, what do you okay? Based on the I didn't watch the trailer. I just watched the movie. Right. Tell me, what do you think the plot of that movie was? Because you're going to be wrong. <laughs> All right. So honestly, it makes me think like some sort of wacky, like, oh, the Avengers go on like ski holiday. And then all of a sudden, like Loki and a fucking demon Yeti are like, hey, we're going to fucking like ruin your vacation, basically, and attack this fucking like Aspen, Colorado. And. And goodbye, here we go, and now we fight, and we're all made of ice, and these people are from Frostlandia, or I don't know. <laughs> like, that's that's ultimately the whole point of it, and then I'm sure they get defeated, and uh, I might watch this because it's on Disney+, Plus and it looks horrible. Can I just say you are nowhere near the plot of this movie? <laughs> you are about to be in for, like, something that might be amusing for you to watch if you're drunk and high. All right. So <laughs> check in 2015 when Disney made a um, it's a movie for a, the TV show Marvel's Avengers. Uh, I think it's Marvel Avengers Assembles actual show title. I think anyway, this is a little movie that goes along with it. So it's the same voice cast, the same style of animation. I actually like it. I like that show. Um, Troy Baker is Loki. So that's fun. And I can't hear anything now. Bam. One moment, please, ladies and gentlemen, as I switch over to this. So his headset sounds. So Troy Baker plays it. That's kind of cool. Yep, Troy Baker is Loki. Um, John, did you watch any of these trailers? No. <laughs> All right. Um, so I want to say, so, okay, the villain's Loki. The sh- it starts off with a bang. Um, I really like how the um, the movie starts off. I love that it's the same voice cast. I actually like the animation style. It grew on me. But and it gets weird because this is like definitely a kid's like, let's just make a kid's holiday movie. Yeah, very much feels kid friendly. And Captain America ends up taking an icicle and hitting the frost giant in the balls with it, which is just really weird. All right. And then like the storm happens and like Hulk, they're all gonna get blown away. So Hulk starts hugging Thor and um Captain Marvel. And Thor's just like, Stop hugging me. And Captain Marvel's like, Shut up and let him hug you. He's saving our life. So it's like that kind of silliness. 
the plot of the movie is Loki wants to steal Santa Claus's power because Santa Claus can manipulate time to get all the gifts out in one night. And that's the plot. There's Loki so, trying to take Santa's power. So it's a Christmas movie? Yes. It looks horrible. <laughs> when you when you look at it like it's a kid's thing, it, it does get amusing yeah. to watch, but it's the other one, the one for next week, is also part of the same series. It's way better. Um, but the Guardians showed up in this. Well, two of them, Groot and Rocket. And then Groot and Rocket take on a gingerbread army because... And then they meet Mrs. Claus, who's like a daredevil, like roadster. And then All Hulk right. decides to like pass out Christmas presents. And then they meet Santa. And then Santa lets them do it. And the funniest gag to me in the whole thing is as Hulk is throwing presents out of the sleigh, he's damaging everything. So Tony has to follow and leave cards. It's like, please contact Tony Stark to fix your house. <laughs> because Hulk is destroying everything. Wow. All right. So I I vote that we flag this to bring it back up for a Christmas episode. <laughs> We can. Uh, it's, it it's an hour like long. It's going to have to fit into fit in because had I known that it was a Christmas movie back in Christmas time, I would have watched, watched it. it. It's an hour long, um, so it's not it's not awful. Um, I think I rated. I bet you I don't remember, but I bet you it's two stars. I bet you. Oh, two and a half. I put it at <laughs> two and a half. I put it better than Iron Man: Rise of the Technovore, worse Ooh. than Avengers: Confidential, Black Widow, and Punisher. What was uh, that? What do you rate that one? Um, that one was a three for me. Mm. Um, it w- I will tell you my overalls after we discuss the next thing. But before that, I think I think we should promote something positive <laughs> instead of this awful, awful movie. Uh, so, Eric, can you tell us something positive about a library somewhere in this country? Sure. Uh, it is another entry in our local libraries here. Um, this one is actually going to be something more local to me, but I thought it was a good one to make sure we brought up early in the, selfish. Uh, the list here. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it is the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Library in Washington, D.C. Um, the building was opened in 1972, and it uh, initially cost $18 million. So not a, not, not a, not a small amount of change uh, for $72 there. Uh, but then it underwent a renovation that cost $211 million um, in 2017. And that took about three and a half years. Um, this uh, this library, Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Library, same as the Solzer Regional Library before, can be visited pretty much any day of the week between 1 and 5. But hours are often more uh, on the weekdays. 1 to 5 is the minimum and i believe that's when you'll that's a sunday on that time uh it is the flagship library of the dc public library system uh from all that i could research at least without diving too much in and being too nerdy um and for some a quick kind of location understanding it's about a 15 minute walk from the white house 
and only a three minute walk from Ford's theater. Uh, the, the famous theater in which, uh, uh, Lincoln can't catch a break, man. (laughs) Well, it was it was a closing curtain. Well, he did catch there. a break. He caught a bullet. He, he caught. He couldn't <laughs> boo boo on that one. So, <laughs> so it's right around all there. Uh, yeah. So, so that's the uh, that's the local yeah. library for this week. <laughs> Is the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Library in Washington D.C. And it looks. Uh, I gotta say, from the the images online, it looks pretty cool. I have all not right. seen it yet myself, but it looks uh, some pretty cool architecture. All right, Eric. Thank you for that update. And um, people should go check out that library. I think so. I think so. Thank you. Welcome back. That was a break for us. It wasn't really a break for you guys. But, you know, I needed a break. Sometimes you just need to get baked and eat some Cheetos. Wait a minute. I was eating baked Cheetos, not getting baked and eating Cheetos. Nope. Sorry, Eric. It was five years for you. It was only five minutes for us. <laughs> oh, wait. No, the other way around. Sorry. Wrong way. It was less than three seconds for you. It was 20 hours for us. No, kidding. <laughs> and in that nine missing minutes, we talked about Planet Hulk. No, uh, let's talk about Planet Hulk. And uh, Eric, what the hell did you just do? That was very weird. I'm sorry. I'm distracted. Ladies. I can see them and they can't see me. Thank God. I can um, see you. In all your <laughs> naked glory. <laughs> Stop looking at my hey hey. Get it? Get it? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> really? 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 You don't get it? You can see my shirt says hey hey. It's got a big yeah. got a big cock on it. Chicken, you know, chicken. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's very clever. Uh, That's how we're gonna have being clever. <laughs> very well. well. I'm on this podcast and I've done 45 episodes. So still uh, you've done 44. We haven't made it through the end of this one yet. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's talk about uh, let's talk about our movie of the week. Um, we all watched it together. It is called Planet Hulk. Came out in 2010. This is part of the Lionsgate set of Marvel animated stuff. Wait, we watched it together. You guys were in my living room. Wow. I didn't see that. That was well, we saw you. Creepy. <laughs> it was, it was watch it right over your shoulder man <laughs> it was very awkward <laughs> um so uh is this an origin story no it wasn't designs were right out of the comics before i get um into the spoilerish stuff of this um let's do john first because i have a specific question for eric um so john mm. did you like the movie just yay or nay i liked it Probably the best Eric. one we've seen so far. I can almost agree with that. Uh, Eric, did you like it? And then I'll ask you my specific question. I, I'd i probably second pretty much everything John said. Yeah, I, I definitely liked it. It was definitely the, the best of the, uh, the ones we've all participated in so far. Did the story seem familiar to you? Yes, a <laughs> lot. Why was that? <laughs> It really seemed like Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> it <laughs> was Thor Ragnarok. It was also a little bit of Gladiator, if you kind of think about it, too. Uh-huh. I, my vibes were Gladiator and Thor Ragnarok. I was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, look, it's Meek and Korg. Yeah. Thor, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Um, Korg was completely story. different, though. Yeah, yeah. Way more serious. 
uh, Thor Ragnarok um, adapted the story. You know, Marvel cannot make a standalone Hulk movie. Right. And so this was their way. Thor Ragnarok was their way of making Planet Hulk. Which Though, is, I think it was a bad idea. Up... It was not a bad idea. No, it worked. Had... It works great in Thor Ragnarok. I had to look up the Hulk variant or not the Hulk, the Thor variant that we saw. Beta the... Ray Bill? Oh, Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill. Oh, yeah, so awesome. I was like, who is this? horse alien thor creature (laughs) people really want him in the mc me included we actually all thought so when love and thunder was announced and it came out that christian bale was in it everyone's like is he playing beta ray bill this would be the most amazing thing ever i wish that would have been i do too so actually eric thor's hammer stormbreaker that's Uh beta ray bill's hammer that's actually the hammer that beta ray bill uses in the comics the stormbreaker interesting We'll talk a little bit more about Beta Ray Bill in a little bit, but uh, okay, yeah, we gotta um, we gotta get back to him. I don't want to just leave it there because that was uh, yeah. he popped out of the the vessel. I was like, who the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, right off the, right off the bat, this movie just starts. I love how this movie starts off. I love that it's just Hulk waking up and all the heroes are like, "Fuck you, we're getting you off of our planet." No, Iron Man <laughs> is the one who's you telling suck. him, "Oh, I'm sorry, man. You're just too dangerous." Yeah. <laughs> Which, which is what happened in the comics. I mean, yes, this is actually the Illuminati really... sent him. Yeah, the comic yeah. books, the Illuminati, which Iron Man's a member of, sent him off because, oh, he's too dangerous. Yeah. This is a very, very faithful adaptation. Oh, yeah, of, no, it really was. The, I went back book. and checked the source material and I was mm-hmm. looking going, yeah, this is pretty, pretty darn close. Yeah, there's only a couple little major tweaks that they did. And mm-hmm. I'll discuss one of them in a minute. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. I love it. I Oh, God, I just, it's. It's so good. And then you have to watch that opening intro that's just so out of 2010. You're like, oh. You also have that priest who, you know, turns out to be what, heroine or whatever his heroine, heroine later Mm -hmm. on, who's like talking about the savior. Yep. This weird savior complex thing. And and I kept doing background spotting like in the arena. Yeah, there's so I many. saw like okay, Star so Lord's was... clearly there. I saw Star Lord. I saw Gamora. Mm-hmm. I saw a scroll. Yep. And I also saw Adam Warlock. Yep. Yeah. At least I think I'm. I'm trying to think if I saw anybody else, but I, I know. I think that's everyone. Those are the ones I noticed. I was like, "Hey, what's she doing there? It's Gamora, mm-hmm. and it's cart, and it's comic book Gamora, not movie Gamora." Yes, that's what I love about the Star Lord is it's the comic, it's the comic book. And the Star Lord is the comic book one, which they're now going to be showing you in the mm-hmm. new Guardians. The yep. There were those outfits, those Ravenger outfits. They're going to be wearing those. So. Yep. Um. I to what Eric was mentioning a second ago, um, Korg it is like way different, but this is how he was in the books. He wasn't this comedic yeah. character. In the books, I like the comedic character a little more, but I think it is cool. Um, it's weird hearing Meek speak though, because I'm so used to <laughs> Meek from the movies, but seeing him speak is kind of strange, even though I've seen this first. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I like that it is. It, I wrote down it's like Gladiator because as I was watching it, I was thinking about Gladiator. Like, man, it well, is they, like if they kill Maximus because that mm-hmm. was that um that Lavinsky guy. Yeah, he's Maximus and like, oh, he's dead because yeah. he's trying to organize them just like Maximus does when they go in the arena. He's like, we got to yeah. do this. We got to hold together. And then like, yeah, nobody holds together. I, I wrote <laughs> these guys should really learn teamwork. And then I wrote Hulk's like. Fuck this! And just like I'm gonna go over this door. <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here. Why aren't we all working on the door care. here? 
Yeah. And of course, um, who do they make him fight right out the bat? But Korg's brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Rough. <laughs> Jeez. And, then, and I like when like they introduce like this is the Emperor guy, the Red King, and Hulk's like, ah, someone to hit. It goes up there, and that woman's just like bitch slap. <laughs> and just yeah. sends it back. And you know Hulk, the hand. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, you're like, oh man, Hulk is this is a different movie because someone they can stand up to Hulk mm. as a character. Um, who bleeds neon green? Yeah, and I love that things grow from his blood. Yeah. yeah. I was like, um, oh, okay. Hulkalizer. Yeah. It it is Hulkalizer. That's a good phrase for it. Hulkalizer. <laughs> um I think when I they like... bring out the second that they, they 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 make them fight those weird little robot bugs mm-hmm. and then will wild the bots or whatever, and then they bring out the big one. And it looks like it's going to defeat them. And then Hulk does a Drax where he just goes inside. Yeah. <laughs> like from Guardians 2. And I, it's like. I wonder if they used that. I wonder if they thought that they were going to look back to this thinking of this movie. And they're like, that was a cool scene. Let's and I think, but I think Hulk did something very similar in the Avengers film, too. It's like, it's like going into one robotic of those. Robotic is what I, I kind of remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I'll be curious to see when we get to that to see if you're, you're right on yeah. that. I like when we start to hear them is the war, the war, um, the war bound group. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really interesting is that you get to hear Korg's story, which is a heroin story. And then you get to hear that Eloy is a fighter uh, and that's it. And you don't ever hear Meeks. Yeah. I could the Korg story. I love that Korg's story was it was basically journey into mystery. I think it's 83. Um, that's like exactly what happens. It's old story where they've introduced the the rock creatures. I don't even think they call them Korg. We don't find out it's Korg until later. Um, and it's just Thor, which I love the Thor design they did in this. But it's just Thor versus them. Beta Ray Bill wasn't there, but they added him so that yeah. they could put him into this. And Beta Ray looked so cool. They looked. He did. So that was a awesome. really good. That was really well done. Um, Beta Ray looked awesome. Yeah, and then. Um, in the when we jumping back to their fighting when they fight Beta Ray in the arena, it's actually Silver Surfer in the comics. Yeah, so that was the one Beta thing I Ray. didn't know. That, that yeah, the yeah. difference. And they switched it, but it makes sense the way they switched it in this. So I d- actually didn't mind it, but I did love. Don't hit Beta Ray Bill with a hammer because Beta Ray Bill don't like to be hit with a hammer. Well, you know, it's something when the Red King. Mm-hmm. And he was younger, and he helped take out those parasites and save that Sierra woman who became his right hand. I I yeah. had a feeling something was up. Oh no, that yeah, one that smelled one. like a bad plot, like a yeah. like a false flag. And then it was like confirmed at the end because that guy was giving me with that armor suit. He was giving me Lex Luthor vibes. He was very. Lex oh my Luthor. god, it was like it was like watching Lex Luthor out, out of Birthright, where mm-hmm. he runs the false flag <laughs> attempt to frame Superman. I think it's is it birth? I think it's in birthright. He does that. I think he it's birthright. Somewhere, he does something somewhere in Secret Origin too, but he tries to run the the basically the um, false flag attack, and then uses that. And of course, that got exposed at the end. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like the the raining spores section, um, where like all of the spores start hitting and turning everyone into like the spore zombies, and then Hulk. Turns into a spore zombie. Actually, I wrote Hulk spore out is actually how I phrased it in my notes. <laughs> and then the the solution, which is very American, nuke them all. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck the people, just nuke them. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, you but see man, the- that's about the time I also went, man, this is a brutal movie when like she's running with the kid. That's what I was about to say that. And you see the baby turn to ash as she's yeah. like, it makes oh, you want yeah. to just cry right there. I was like, Jesus. Um, and then Hulk somehow survives. Um, the new born of a nuclear, but well, you know, it's this is true. This is true. So, one thing they do cut from this that ties in back into the regular MCU Thor hooks up with one of the Sakars, one of the people from Sakar, um, and has a kid who you've seen in She Hulk at right. the end tag. That's his kid that comes from that. So, that's something they cut out of Ragnarok, but is in Planet Hulk. Well, they, they do have, have him basically getting together with that Sierra woman. Right, yeah, that's man. that's the woman in it, and at the yeah. end, so that actually would, in theory, happen a little bit earlier in the story, um, before it all ends. But yeah, Hulk gets some. So. I, I like how she got to play um, Draco's mom and, and lie. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she got to lie about Hulk being dead and bring the body in, like they did with with Harry Potter. Yes, and you know, ha! Surprise, he's not dead. He's not dead. He's still alive. Um. No, it's so good. Uh, God, I love I love this. I've seen this so many times. It's this movie generally is on my iPad all the time. So whenever I go on trips, I can just throw it on because it's it's a oh. fast paced movie. It's beautifully animated. I just really love it. And this is one of my favorite comic storylines. So, and there's a great archetypal animated. running underneath it because they set it up at the beginning where Iron Man's lecturing him about you know, you're too dangerous, you're a monster. Mm-hmm. And then he spends most of the film no trying to, to decide. Anyone, yeah, he, he spends most of the film trying to decide, do I want to be what they say I am or do I want to be what I want to be or what these people need me to be, which is like a savior. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, he's kind of like always trying to resist. Resist. I don't need friends. I don't need yeah. anybody. But the <laughs> message is, you know, you have, you keep getting pulled back. Well, yeah, to your point, the one of the, the lines from Iron Man, right, where they were sending him to an isolated planet where there was no one he could earn. So right. the idea of, like, any human-type life form, any life form, I think, at all, they said. So, like, arguably, he, he they were convincing him, I don't know, gaslighting, you could you could say, yeah. like, to, to think that, like, anything I do is bad for people, basically. So some of it... Well, like, they were reinforcing a psychology... To get into the empathy that, of, of Hulk, you know? Well, no, yeah. they were reinforcing the psychology of Hulk's own mentality that, you know, even Bruce Banner acts as if in ways that oftentimes depicts the fact that Hulk is somehow dangerous. That was always part of the, the dichotomy is that mm-hmm. Hulk is something you don't want because he's uncontrollable, he's dangerous, he's a threat, you know, that has to be managed... And of course, in the original comic books, the Illuminati basically decide, well, he's finally unmanageable. We have to deal with it by kicking him out. And then, of course, that just reinforces Hulk's own psychology into believing the -hmm. same way that happened at the end of Avengers Ultron, where this idea that I'm always going to be a threat and therefore he buys into that. He lets that become his own psych, become the dominant factor of his own psychological makeup. Mm -hmm. And this film as a lot of ways, what happens in uh, Thor Ragnarok to some degree as well is he's he's having to learn to fight or work against that, mm-hmm. you know. And what's interesting about this, and they don't do it. I wish they had in the in an animated form, but in the books, when he comes back, all that bites them in the ass because now you have a pissed off Hulk who was exiled to this other country who comes back in this storyline as World War Hulk. Where Hulk's like, fuck all of you. I'm I've got an army now. Meet my new friend Korg. Meet my new friend Meek. 
and we are about to take you all out. Mm. And he starts a whole war. And there's actually rumors that that's going to be a movie coming later down the road. Um, well, they'll do a World War Hulk movie. Aren't they? Isn't there a Hulk movie or something already on the on the docket? The rumor is this World War Hulk World will Hulk? be. Oh, I thought there was like a. There's some empty slots. There are empty slots yeah, that are not filled in. Hey, uh, speaking yeah, of empty... Planet Hulk, because we technically already saw it with Thor Ragnarok, but the idea would be now that um, his son is there, and um, you it, so there was there was World War Hulk, and then there was World War Hulks. Was this another storyline they did? The consensus is they'll merge the kind of the two, so you would have his son Scar, um, Bruce. You would have um, Jen. And then in World War Hulks, they also use the Red Hulk, who is about to get introduced. Spoilers for the future of stuff that hasn't happened. I'm sorry if you haven't seen them or read a comic book. Um, <laughs> the Red Hulk's been around for a long time, and they're about to introduce Red Hulk. Everyone thought they were in a She-Hulk. Everyone did. We did think that um, Red Hulk was possibly going to be in She-Hulk. Um, also, Abomination would be part of it, and Abomination mm-hmm. 2. Because Rick Jones, um, who is not in the MCU, becomes an abomination at one point. So, some cool stuff. Uh, I really, I really dig this movie. I, I love it a lot. It is one of my, one of my favorites. Um, and why is there? A it was cat very good. Right there, it was very good. Um, so, what would you, what would you, uh, what would you rank it if you had to, you know, one out of five Eric's or one out of five Johns, whichever you want to do, either one. Whoever Go ahead, John. I, I, I give it. A I four. update my litter box. I give it a four. Oh, I really would. I think it's a solid movie. I mean, it's pretty darn faithful to the source material. I think it has a really good underarching like theme running through it about the Hulk's own journey, especially the way they established that with Iron Man's little message to him at the beginning and how it's like a it's almost like psychological therapy for him to kind of like progress through this idea and realize that. He doesn't have to be what other people try to tell him to be. He can be his own thing. Which I think is a really, you know, universally fundamental kind of thing. And you also see people around him encourage him mm-hmm. compared to the people who he had been exiled by. You know, yeah, he gets the opposite the treatment opposite. from these people because they right. need him and they don't see him as a burden or a threat or a danger. They They're see him as a savior. Right. You know, they Not see him as someone who can potentially be a force for good and they believe in him in a way that he didn't get from say Tony or any of the other guys. To that point when they give him that opportunity, it's like don't go out there, you know, don't you know, like don't go or whatever. I forget, like they'll kill you or something like that. Like you'll die, they're going to kill you. Like it's something where they're all trapped in the prison cell or the, the Oh yeah, whatever. they did. Yeah, he tells them not to oh, they, yeah. they, there's that, and then they're, they're like state. they're debating like should we go or not? And he's like, What what does he matter? And like I trust him. Like that was a pretty cool moment because like he basically was like, Yeah, I'll be nice. And it was his first attempt to be nice to them. Mm-hmm. And like they have to debate whether or not they believe him, you know? And ultimately they're like, give him a chance. And I thought that was that is kind of that weird turning point. That and when he was in that fire ring with uh, the woman who I guess he's gonna he's gonna snog later. Um, yes, you know? he. But is. like <laughs> when she's Railroad. like, she's like, you're no, you're not the savior. The the Red King is the savior. When she that first talk she has with him, like you can kind of see the gears. I feel like turn like it's a pretty cool Hulk awakening movie in, in mm-hmm. general. Um, and to that end, not to cut off John. Did I did I cut you off? No, no. 
Okay, to that end, then I would also give it four stars. Wow, yeah. nice. So I, I, I did have a couple gripes. Um, the animation was gorgeous in most cases, uh-huh. but there were a few moments, and I noticed it especially with Korg, where it felt like they glossed over the animation for some shots, for the sake of what I have to imagine is is timelines and budgets, perhaps, but. There were times when it would show kind of Korg or something like that in in like the gladiator scenes, and it would just kind of almost be like a yellow figure versus kind of the the detail they would have on him when when there was a better more close up shot. Um, Can I nitpick with one thing that I want to know if anybody else know this too? No. I feel like this was something that was cut from the movie or something, but hmm. there was a figure in the shadows behind the Red King at one point who I feel like was meant to be something that was never then explained, or I felt like was never flushed out. I don't, maybe I'd miss something, but there was a figure. I don't think I noticed where, that. Was that the first time we saw him? Like, like one of the, the first the times first... you saw him, there was somebody behind him in the shadows. Mm. And I was like, who is that? The collector. <laughs> yeah. I'm, actually, I'm actually looking real quick. The grandmaster. It's the yeah. Grandmaster. So I, I won't lie. There was definitely a few moments when watching this. I was like, who is this guy? Like when I it wasn't until the credits of that, I realized his name was just Red King because I was like, is he going to be like ego or like, does he have some sort of tie in? Because, again, I'm thinking back to Ragnarok, basically. So I'm like, is he the collector or mm-hmm. I forget? Yeah, no. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum wasn't the collector, right? He the collector No, that was uh, the Benicio del Toro. Benicio del Toro. Antonio yeah. Benicio, so not the same. Who didn't um, die apparently? No, since he sold nowhere. Yeah. Well, so new rock stars have broken this down a lot. And the okay. last episode of Loki, when the universe like explodes, the first season, mm-hmm. there's a quick brief shot of his of his plane going across the the wiping the screen basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can actually see him escape, and that's how they know he he did escape. Interesting. The um, um, I was looking on IMDb real quick to see if they said anything in the trivia for who that mystery person was. No one listed. However, they do say that um, in the arena, so there was Star Lord, um, Gamora, Adam Warlock, the Scroll, Pip the Troll. I missed that. Is there, and the Grandmaster. I missed him too. I I only caught That's the, the Jeff Goldblum one. character, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I miss, I miss Grandmaster them. and Pip as well. That's who I thought the Red King was ultimately. Like the Grandmaster, maybe I. Well, the Grandmaster kind of took his place in the Thor movie. Yeah, yeah. The Grandmaster is not in the actual um, Planet Hulk storyline in no. the comics. Hmm. Um, all right, so mine is the I... Red. Wait, wait. Before we go on too yeah. much, is the Red King matter elsewhere? This or is he nope. exclusive to this story? Exclusive to this story. All right. Um. So I also would say it is a four-star movie. Um. I do enjoy it. However, I do put in my rankings now that where we are. So Iron Man's still at the end. Then th- that Thor movie I watched, Marvel Rising, Aven- Ultimate right. Avengers 2, Ultimate Avengers. Um, next Avengers, that's number eight. Or eight. Iron Man, Rise of Technovore is my new seven. Superhero Frost Fight is my new six. Avengers Confidential, Black Widow, Punisher is my five. My number four is the Doctor Strange animated. Planet Hulk is my number three or number two, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, I do like the Hulk versus more. And I like it more because I like the two stories and I get to see Hulk just being Hulk and raging out. 
Um, so I do enjoy that. And I think the animation's just a tiny bit better in that one. I feel the animation's just smoother. Um, but I mean, it's, I, it's, Hulk it's me be Hulk. Yeah, it's me nitpicking, honestly. Like Planet Hulk and Hulk versus, they're both really good. They're both solid. Um, uh, but I I Hulk Hulk versus just edges out Planet Hulk. Just Hulk like. versus for me, the it the stronger is the Wolverine story. Yes, by far. By far. That is the stronger story. Yes, for me in but, that in that piece. But to me, I thought that the Thor story was more of a standalone story than the Wolverine story. It is like you can walk into the Hulk versus Thor story and kind of just go with it without really having a ton of backstory mm-hmm. in the characters. Whereas the Hulk versus Wolverine, it kind of felt like it relied a little bit more on like you know who, who these people were up front. In that's order true. To that's true. The characters, you need to know more backstory for that to really like click. Like right. for me, when I said you know I wanted Alpha Flight, that's only someone who's read the comics and knows about Department H who's <laughs> going to go like Alpha Flight. Yeah, yeah, that would that you're right. That was a movie that did more fan service for me, and you know Weapon X program and the X twenty three reference. Then say yeah. the Thor one, which basically only basically requires if you know anything about Norse mythology, mm-hmm. you can go with that one pretty easily because they stick pretty darn close to it. Yeah. And you you're know. watching a Hulk movie, so we probably don't need to introduce you to the Hulk too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hulk yeah. animated movie at that, right? You're yeah. you're you're probably bought into some extent. And the because of the way they did they did Thor in this movie, his animation is very similar to what we saw before, like his design. And yeah. so you could actually look at it as this is a sequel to that. Like this happens after that Thor. You can kind of look yeah, at you it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I so actually let's 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 hang on there for a second cuz I got really confused by the Thor moment in this when uh-huh. the Korg were like we were flying over this thing and then we almost forgot it, missed it, and then we sent down this thing, this metal mm-hmm. ship that looked like it was going to start boring into the the earth for yep. a second or whatever. Mm-hmm whatever this place was um so it starts like kind of doing its thing and then all of a sudden out pops thor and stuff and it's like they had no idea thor was gonna pop out of there is kind of how it seemed in the movie yep. or at least maybe that's how i interpreted it that's how it wasn't they were caught off guard movie. yeah so what who where who, what the fuck thor where do you come from why what's going on what, like were they not trying to capture him like i the, think the implication the it was thing? earth yeah it was just the implication to me that was earth and they uh, found something like Thor registered uh-huh. and they're like, "Ooh, what's this? Let's get it. Cause yep. they were pillagers basically. And so they send down the thing to grab it and then not realizing what they, it's like, you know, the idea that you throw your line in the ocean and you're just trying to get a fish and all of a sudden you snag a white shark, you know, uh, gotcha. that was kind of what I felt like they were doing. Oh, let's throw that thing down there. I think there's something there. And then, Oh no. So what then maybe, maybe the clarity I need is what were they doing in the first place? Who are these Korg people? Like, were they trying to Cronin? They were riches? they were basically like you know mercenary pirates. Oh, okay, so they were looking for stuff to trying steal. to go find some okay some some loot basically. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't like anything in particular because it's just a throwaway story. So Korg's just uh, a space pirate, basically. At the essentially, end of the yep. Speaking well, of space pirates, do you guys ever see the movie Ice Pirates? It's an old school film. I really need to watch that one again. It's messed up and funny. Are we talking about some weird porn that you're watching? No, Ice Pirates. (laughs) Again, is this some weird porn that you're talking about? Angelica Houston's in it. 
Oh, nice. Again, I <laughs> her early Angelica work. Houston, not Angela White. Okay, they're different people. Um, Eric, I'm actually it's trying a to fix in production. Uh, Viv- um, vivid film. <laughs> so Korg in the in the original book, Korg was based on the planet Saturn. Um, and they were advanced scouts for the planned invasion of Earth. And they landed in Norway, and then that's when they end up fighting. <laughs> Worst location to land ever. <laughs> yeah. And they unleashed the Mecho Monster. So um, yeah, that's it. So next week, um, the four movies um, that I will be watching, you don't have to watch all four of them. They're all on Disney Plus, so they're easy to to see. I'm going to watch Hulk, Where Monsters Dwell. It is another one that's tied into that same animated series, but this one's got Man-Thing in it, and it's pretty awesome. I actually really like this one a lot, Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Then I'm going to watch two really bad CG movies. Um, Iron Man and Hulk Heroes United and then Iron Man and Captain America Heroes United I remember what, watching these and I remember not liking them so. what, is, what do you mean by CG like just bad computer graphics in general yeah. like flash like old flash cartoons <laughs> no like um, a little bit better than reboot but not as good do you remember the old reboot show I remember that yeah no. Um, let me see if I can find a quick picture for you. Oh man, Hulk. Yeah. Um. Here we go. Here we go. Here's some. Uh. Oh, I don't want a video. Um. Whoops, that was weird. Uh. Here we go. Here's like um a picture. If it'll load up. Sorry for the. There you go. That's better. It's just CG. So it just looks like. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not the best. It's mostly it's just the story. Looks wasn't cool. there. It they're on well, Disney. That Plus. picture you, makes it look cool. Yeah, so they're on Disney Plus. You can watch them. Are they an hour or are like they like thirty? Minutes? Yeah, they're like, like they're like an hour. I think maybe. Yeah, never mind. Maybe sure, um, you're on your own. You're on your own. Um, <laughs> can we get like a fifteen they're minute? Hour, <laughs> they're an hour yeah. and eleven minutes. <laughs> can I get that like a fifteen minute Bluey episode or something? Like, can we cut that down? No, nah, like I, I need Vlogbrothers four minutes. minutes or less. <laughs> the only thing I really remember about them is the Captain America Iron Man one. He's fighting Red. They're fighting Red Skull. And I don't remember who the villain is in the Hulk. But I remember like digging how the Red Skull's design, but I just don't remember liking the movies. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one that everyone's watching, Big Hero 6, which is based on Marvel property. Um, I think this is, might be our first theatrical release. It, it is our first a theatrical. shared watch in the in the Marvel Marvel thing here. Yeah, uh, it's the first theatrical release at all that we're watching, even that I'm watching in this set. Um, oh, okay. So, we're is there, there a reason? Is there a reason it's falling in now? Like, I just needed to lump it in somewhere. And what's what's the next week? So it um, doesn't tie into MCU at all, right? We we've, we've established that Big Hero Six is its own Elseworld. It's its own like Elseworld, and the reason it's I'm dropping it in now is because after this, we're going to start hitting live actions. It's going to be all live actions, gotcha. with the exception of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse later on. And I separated that because there's rumors Tom Holland might be making a voice appearance in the new one. Mm-hmm. And if he does, and because of how it's working, which would make it part of the MCU. 
Gotcha. So I'm holding that one for a little bit. Um, but yeah, once we do this, we're going to start hitting the live actions. And let me tell you, it's going to be a treat for you that first week. Here's a question. Uh, Big yeah. Hero 6 and with graphics and such, I feel like mm -hmm. they could bring in a live action Big Hero 6. Oh, easily, easily. Will they? I hope so. Will they, like will they tie that in somehow? Will they would they tie that universe into the Spider-Man universe and therefore bring it into the MCU that it, way? It would actually tie in more with the mutants because one of the big hero, one of Big Hero 6's um characters in the book was Sunfire. Um also Silver Samurai um has a little bit of a connection with them and those are on the X-Men side. So it would really tie in closer to them. Could does that mean they could he could come in through like X-Men 97? Is X-Men 97 going to be canon? X-Men 97 is? is supposed to be canon, according to Kevin Feige. So part of MCU, arguably. Yeah. Um, and if that comes out this year, not it was supposed to come out this year, but it might get delayed into next year. All right. All right. Well, I'll I'll quit with the Big Hero 6 because we got a whole episode coming up about it. But I uh it's good. Definitely, definitely kind of curious. I, I remember like remember I did the da 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 with uh I, know. I can't remember I his know. name now, but uh, that that was my first con experience. Was, it was your first big con hero experience. six. That was my first like big like hey here's a free shit for going to a con thing. I was like what? <laughs> yeah, you and the person. I got to next... see a brand new Disney movie before anyone else did. Yeah, you and the person next to you got tickets. I did not because the tickets were underneath the seat, and it was if you look under your seat, you might have a ticket. And I was sitting in a seat that did not, so I did not get to see Big Hero Six with you. I saw it like a week later, but. <laughs> oh, that's right. It was just me and Ron, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you two went to see. Don't it, speak uh, that name. Stuff. And so, uh, so I I had to wait a week, but um, uh, yeah, that was your that was your first. That was like the joy of a con for you. It was. It was. Now it, we need to take you to D twenty three. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I brought up that moment that did not involve you. <laughs> I thought it did. <laughs> no, it did not. Because you're my me. con gateway. I thought, but. It was a good no, moment. It was a good that moment. it was it was a good moment, but um, you you got to experience something that I didn't get to. Um, so that is that's that. So awesome sauce! I love it. I'm excited. I really enjoy Big Hero Six, and I, I can't wait to hear y'all's thoughts on Big Hero Six. Um, so what I would also like to hear is um, hey, recommend me some shit. Um, I know what John's gonna do, so let's hear Eric's first because I want to know. Eric's oh, recommendation. <laughs> Why would you do this to me? Because um, I already know his recommendation and I've already seen it. <laughs> what are you recommending, Eric? Pitch me I something. Am, Pitch, so please. I'm going to recommend a show that I've been watching. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's in its second season now. Um, Rachel and I kind of got into. And it's become like a show. It's, it's, it's a classic throwback of like a sitcom era, in my opinion. In terms of kind of just uh, every week, there's a new scenario to to go through. Idea, it's called Ghosts. Um, it's on CBS or Paramount Plus uh, for us. I if you're familiar with it, yeah, it's a fun show. Um, and I think it's I think it's a import from from England or or, or UK. It is, you know, I think it it is a, a remake or, of a BBC so. show. So, but we're enjoying it. It is goofy. It is. It's kind of like what the Big Bang Theory was to us a lot of times, which was nothing we really ever had to invest in, in terms of characters. Nothing we felt that bad if we might have missed an episode that we never tend to, just because now that you're streaming, it's so easy to just watch one to the next one and stuff. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. hard to fall out of order. Um, so yeah, that's that's my recommendation. Ghosts on 
on Paramount Plus or CBS. I, I do Paramount Plus because I cut the cord. I, I am a huge fan of Rose McClever. Um, yes, from iZombie. iZombie, an amazing show that I will probably recommend at some point. It is truly and, amazing. And I will say the some of the early episodes, the if you get into it, the, the first season, mm-hmm. it starts off a little slow, a little rough. It has some pilot syndrome and stuff like that. But like she holds the show and She's her amazing. kind of chipper humor and like she is invested all into the um the the sitcominess of it early mm-hmm. on and her her partner um in the show or her i guess it's just her partner her, i don't think it's a husband maybe it's her husband um they he is also really committed to the sitcom bit and they're they're really both really good sitcom uh, actors in that way just kind of rolling with the over the top shit and not and making it seem like it's just part of their life she she's amazing um i love her and i zombie again i would probably i'll probably recommend that later it's also that has um, raul coley who is amazing um in it but did you know quick little um rose fact one what well, she played tinkerbell in once upon a time um Maybe so i don't know if you know that but did you know she is a power ranger she got no um, first first thing she is in power rangers rpm it was I believe the last one that Disney filmed because Disney owned the Power Rangers for a bit and they were filming in Australia and she's is that cars related, I assume. Yep. Yep. It is cars related. Um yeah. Australia of... loves its race cars, by the way. That's something I recently learned with my my invest into racing. Yeah, they, they definitely do. Um, but yeah, this I believe it's the last Disney season, um, that particular one. But yeah, she plays a Power Ranger. So John, what are you um uh, what are you recommending that I've already scene and i don't know what you're recommending <laughs> i'm recommending ant-man in the wasp quantumania it was great what <laughs> a lot of fun it was great it was like wonderful mix of you know good ant-man film there's a lot of there's some serious some parts there's some nice levity there's a lot of cut to some wonderful humor we get some ridiculous stuff that you thought would never be seen in a movie but yet we saw it and it was good so that's all i've got to say I want to bitch about one thing about Quantum Mania that I'll probably forget by the time we actually review it. Although, let's be honest, I won't forget. Um, they had a missed opportunity. If you look at the word Quantum Mania, they could have just called the movie Quantum Mania and changed six of the letters in it to a different color because Ant Man is in Quantum Mania. So they could have done this cool little logo thing that they don't do. So. Boo to you, Marvel. You could have done something cool. Um, no, what a Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige, call me. Call me. Um, Kevin, uh, what's going on, Kevin? You're supposed to be cool to these things, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> he lost his He lost his gun. He did. He did. It's James Gunn. Uh, <laughs> well, that, write- okay, sorry. That, a, that was a bad joke. B, James Gunn now runs DC. How do we feel about that? I'm pretty excited, actually. He's I'm fucking doing excited. great already, in my opinion. Well, based on our discussions he, previously, I, I'm I'm gonna wait and see what happens. I mean, it's gonna have to see how it turns out. I mean, it's exciting. It's better than Zack Snyder. Yeah, come for me, come for me. I still have that bigger. I've got a jar now for your tears. I don't care. Bring it. Send your messages to Zack Snyder. Funny was guys dot off the reels <laughs> at gmail dot com. Just like. Oh, we are going to be hacked with the, the amount of times we announce this fucking email. <laughs> that's the hopes. 
Um, my recommendation this week um, is a movie that I have seen a lot. Um, I went and saw it on Valentine's Day, not with my wife, but with her twin sister. <laughs> oh, no. So her doppel wife <laughs> <laughs> in a crowded theater. It was actually she had a mustache. <laughs> I before I say what the movie was, I go to see it, and I happen to know this was in 3D, and we get we get the thing and i'm like walking to theater and i'm like wait a minute they didn't give me the glasses and i go back I'm like is this movie in 3d and the guy's like no i'm like are you sure and then he pulls out all this stuff he's like oh it is here's your glasses and so like i'm sitting there we're like waiting and waiting I'm like no one else has glasses and it goes to the scene of of like put your now put on your glasses so we can show you 3D trailers. <laughs> and I put on my glasses, and then you just see people standing up and leaving the theater to go get their glasses because this douche forgot to give up the glasses. That's awesome. Uh, I is... go on. Uh, uh, I was gonna say I while what before I started watching this movie, I looked at um I looked at Laurel and I go, how many people have seen this movie? Do you think she's like, surely everyone in this has seen this movie. I'm like, no, there's going to be someone who hasn't seen this movie. Cause we saw that this is giving the 20- away your recommendation. I know this <laughs> is the 25th anniversary. And I saw the 15th anniversary with Laurel. Um, and there were people who had never seen it. Uh, there's still people who have never seen Titanic and it just shocks me. And you can always tell, Cause like they're the ones who are like sobbing when Jack dies. Spoiler: It's been twenty five years. Hey, um, I I might still sob. It's it's a it's a touching moment. It's touching. Moment. She pushes, pushes like, him off the raft and doesn't yeah. give him any space. He you mean like that survived. selfish woman? <laughs> he could have survived. Wall of a door. So um, she could pine about it ninety years later. Like oh, he's allowed yeah, by they, They've proven. She oh, I just wasn't gonna they've let him on. I was cold. The, they the proved she couldn't. We want uh, we want your debate in the comments below. James Cameron did a study on it. Jack could have survived. He Ooh. actually spent money to do like a study on it. Um, they, it's always funny watching it in a theater with people who've never seen it because they'll yell out things to like Billy Zane when Billy Zane does awful things. So it's always funny to hear that. Um, Where you going? The Apollo Theater? I mean, <laughs> how are you hearing the? No, it's just yes AMC. It was just AMC. This was a very vocal crowd on Valentine's Maybe it's been a while Day. since I've been in the movies. I I don't remember a very uh, boisterous crowd. Typically. I think it's because it's Titanic. It's been out for twenty five years, and everyone's seen this movie except for like this one group of girls. I <laughs> I had a thought though while I was watching this that I've never thought of before. Um, I, the movie still holds up. That's why I'm recommending it. It's I think it's on my top ten list of movies of all time because I've seen it so many times. Um, but, and I know I've talked about it multiple times, um, cause I really enjoy this movie and I'm obsessed is, with the boat, but is the, the re-release, th- sorry, I'm stopping you again. No, is the re-release only in 3d? It's 4k and in 3d. Yes. Uh, is it in only in 3d? You can't yeah. go see it otherwise. You can't oh. see it. The 3d, it's actually pretty decent. It's not like crazy 3d. It's just adds just enough depth and James Cameron understands 3d. So it kind of works out. Here's so you the don't get the so you don't get the feeling that Bros is really going to jump all, onto the screen, out of the screen, and onto your chair when she's right. dangling off the edge. But for some reason, her boobs are like massive in 3D. No, oh really. my god, <laughs> that would be really I'm awkward. There. <laughs> be awkward. <laughs> um, so here's one the thing. ticket, please. <laughs> the thing that I've never thought of until this, and again, I've seen this movie a lot. Specifically, never, that scene with Bro- no, not that scene. There's something that occurred to me as I'm watching the movie. I must draw you. She's Rose is telling the story, right? 
she's telling the story. The crowd, the the people on the boat are listening to her tell the story. Yeah. How does she know what everyone on the boat says and scenes that she's not there? She's fucking Jack in a car, but she knows that she's an unreliable guys... narrator. She's an unreliable narrator. She's very making unreliable. shit up. She is like the guy's like, I could smell ice. Like hell, you could smell ice. I can, I can. How does she know well, that so he said here, that? Here's the truth, right? Her story maybe takes 30 minutes, right? It's it's the fact that like they go back and like folk tell it up to be a three and a half hour movie all of a sudden. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like Rose is like, yeah, there was this guy. He was poor and he fucked me and I let him draw he... me naked. And then he died because yeah. I didn't let him on the door. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it's been 84 years. It's great. It's a great story. No, but, you know, you know, you ever heard the theory that she's dead? Yes, I've heard that, too. Yeah, no. I like that. I actually like that theory a lot. Yeah. The idea that when that Jack isn't is not real and yeah, that everything it's... that happens from the moment she's standing on the ship when he meets her, when she's thinking about jumping off, that everything after that, she's dead. Yeah, that she died. I actually like that theory a lot. But she yeah. died. What? That she, she died. She actually she... jumped off. And that Jack is like basically like an angel. Yeah, it's just a figment. Or something like guiding her through the afterlife. Mm -hmm. There's also, when we were watching it, uh, Laurel kept leading over. She's like, and that person's dead in real life. And then that person's (laughs) dead in real life. There's so many dead people in this movie. Bill Paxton, and he's dead in real life. And then you get the It's crony. That guy's dead in real life. Yeah, like, yeah, I know he, he died like a week ago. Like, of course he's dead. Jesus. And then I got her back. There's a scene where Leo's on screen talking to Rose, and I go, and he's younger in this movie than the women he dates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the the people sitting next to me had to be pissed because we just kept talking the whole time. But we did now. It was like when we saw Schindler's List. But we were the only two people at the theater. We saw Schindler's List, and we were just talking nice. the whole time of that one too. But anyway, Titanic is my um, my, <laughs> yeah, my recommend. Uh, so five years late, but he made it. I'm, I told her we're going to go see the 35th anniversary when they re-release it in 10 years. Like we've that one. That, we keep that one will probably be like a full experience where you'll get to like the smells. And like the sense of awesome. water, probably <laughs> they'll do the whole It'll experience. Be the seats. <laughs> you yeah. know, they they Whoa, walk... we're going down. <laughs> seats will start leaning <laughs> as you start sinking, but they but they won't fix the stupid seats. Half like, the audience in... actually dies. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> we go into the movie, and I'm like, I'm like, Laurel, do you think they fix the CG from the cutaway? Like, there's the faraway shots, and then they zoom in. And like you'll see people walking on the boat, and then it cuts to the people, and it's all CG when they're walking on the boat. I'm like, do you think they fix it? Because it looked awful back when this movie came out. I bet you still. No, it still looks awful. James Cameron did not touch that CG. I really wish he would touch that CG because it's it's really atrocious. Like you see people like they do like this, like instead of like walking, you just see like a step and then like scooting across the screen. It's really bad. Okay, okay, I got it. Here it is, 45th anniversary. What they're going to do is you're going to go into a theater. They're going to hand you a headset. Mm-hmm. You're going to watch the movie as if you were on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And when it gets struck by an iceberg, you're going to feel your seat shake. And you're going to feel it slowly tilting. And eventually, <laughs> you will feel cold water at your feet. 
<laughs> I'm I'm down for that because I'll be sixty at that point. And if I'll be you don't realize it, you will end up drowning in the theater. <laughs> It'll be the most realistic Titanic ever. You will freeze to death. I, I tell you, if I if I had a time really? machine, I would go back and go be on the boat just to see the boat. I'd I, get I, off before it like went under, but I'd go see the boat. I have a problem. the the Titanic theme cruise. <laughs> oh <Right>? no! <laughs> yeah. Like you just have it playing on a constant loop. You can go that one would no. If someone actually tried to do that, it would fail in marketing because someone would end up starting a rumor that it's going to sink, and people would. Of panic. course, that would be the rumor. You do realize I mean, there's an Australian the guy who's rebuilding the purpose. boat. <laughs> I know that's a terrible idea. I would totally be on that maiden voyage. <laughs> I would do it. I've I've assessed the Titanic. I'm sorry. I'm, okay. I'm well, you know what I'm going to do, Casey. In that situation, I'm going to have to put the Coast Guard on standby for you. Just... You are. Was it? You could flood two rooms, but you can't flood three. Or is it? Four? Put a ceiling on it, dummies. Put a ceiling on you, them. You, I think it's you can't flood four. My favorite thing of that whole movie, though, is order. Order, I say. Also, John, back to MCU. British Parliament. <laughs> John, did you know that Mr. Fantastic is in that movie? Yes, he's one of the, the first or second officers. Yeah. Very mm -hmm. uh, Ian Grifford or whatever his name yeah. is. I always forget. And of course, you know, Theoden dies in that one on the bridge instead yep. of underneath the Nazgul King. Mm -hmm. Man, that movie's so good. I love that movie. I could watch it again right now. Um, all right. So let's do some homework real quick. I was given some homework. Um, I think it was Eric was the evil person who decided, do your top 10 MCU deceptions. <clears throat> so I'm going to run through these deceptions um, on the quicker side. Um, so my number 10 deception, uh, and this one's a little stretching it, but I still think it's a deception. Shang-Chi's sister at the end of Shang-Chi, when she, we find out she's now leading the 10 rings. After mm. she's like, I got rid of the 10 rings. I got rid of them by becoming their leader. Um, so right. Shang-Chi's sister. Right. Um, Loki and Thor 1. I could have said Loki for all 10, but I'm saying Loki and Thor 1, his deception against Thor, you know, I, that's a little easy one, but I do think it's a decent little thing. If you didn't know what was coming. Um, number 8, Lockley. Jake Lockley in Moon Knight. Because no oh, one knows yeah. he exists yet. Okay. I, that was a really cool one. They deceived the audience so well. Yeah. All right, um, nice. Number seven, and I don't remember the character's name, um, but in Miss Marvel, the um, mother of oh, yeah. Jen, that twit, that turn, we find that she's actually trying to like take over and get back to her world and bring everyone, like all that stuff she's doing. Yeah. I thought that was a good one. Again, that's kind of an yeah. audience deception more than Miss Marvel for the yeah. most part. But um, number six, Wanda and Multiverse of Madness. I mean, it's a very quick deception because we learn Doctor Strange learns it really fast. But sure. in that little bit when he's like, wait a minute, I didn't mention America's name. Yeah. What are you talking about? That one was really good. <clears throat> um, mm -hmm. So now we're on um, we're on number five. Number five. So, um, John, what is your fifth favorite deception? Uh, my number five is Obadiah Stain to Tony Stark. Oh, Iron Man good. one. Just a classic. That's a good one. Um, Eric, I have a feeling based on that expression on your face, that is also your number five. So I don't, I don't normally number mine, but as I was uh -huh. sitting here trying to think, like realizing that you were going to come to me in like some sort of order now, 
I yes, think, I yeah, that is going to be it. The Obadiah. Wow. I hate to say Obadiah Stane and Iron Man turning out to be the big bad. We have a crossover first and time I mean, ever. Honestly, it had to make the list. It was the yeah. OG, you know, yeah, it like, is the OG like deception. Like, especially from an audience percent. That was the first like Marvel mm-hmm. movie because there were a few at that point that was like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it really caught me. My number five, Black Widow in Black Widow. The deception she pulls on the bad guy. Oh. They did a whole setup and then and that deception, I was just like, oh, oh, oh. So, so you're thinking of ones that I also don't like Black Widow. So you're thinking of things I I would have never gotten to. John, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is um, the Ravenger crew on Yondu. Okay. And All Guardians right. too. Yep. When um, they turned on him. Yep. Because I thought that one just like it like ripped his heart out. I actually forgot about that, um, Eric. Number four, Eric. I'm going to say number four was, again, this might have just been my reaction was was how I took it. It was so big, but Killmonger's deception of Ulysses Claw. When all of a sudden Killmonger turned out like what you always know is going to happen when you have a couple bad guys who like, you know, they're kind of their own, you know, lone wolves who meet up and join forces. You know, they're going to trade on each other. That is a good one. Like all of a sudden you're like. And then it got to be pretty violent. You're like, oh shit! And, like Killmonger kind of showed his face in that. So that that that's my number four. I almost I'll be honest and say I wish we could have seen more Claw, but I agree. I, I agree. mean, he's still Andy Serkis is just such a great actor. Eric, think back to your deception on that. <laughs> is he still around? No, I know, I know he why he's not arguing, but I feel like he might still be. My number four yeah. is from Ant Man and Wasp, Goliath that turn so when morpheus turns on him like everyone's like oh yeah yeah, he's friends with hank and then you find like oh no he ain't friends with hank Hmm. i really like that one all right right. john what's your number three uh number three is uh loki uh uh betraying or trying to betray thor to the grandmaster oh all right we had we had two loki ones on here um eric what do you got I I went a little bit more meta and said She Hulk's final episode misdirect to the audience, Ooh, and I how think about that. the whole season kind of got deceived of us, you know, in a large way. Like so many plot lines and things that we, so many people thought was going to turn out to be the case, just got wiped. Malcolm Gladwell and, will approve of that because he thinks a story difference between an anecdote and a story is that an anecdote just simply tells you what happens, and a story actually is designed at some point to portray the audience's expectations. Well, that did a really good job because it, yeah, it, it did not to be you're right. That's very meta, but you're right. That's a good expect. one. Yeah. I would like to throw and in an Kevin, honorary mention you know, for that. Imagine they had a whole sequence of deception too with Kevin, right? Got to get to Kevin and who was Kevin. Yep. I mean, we all, we all thought for like 20 seconds of watching that show, like no fucking way, no fucking way. <laughs> I, I would like to throw in an honorary mention of Mephisto in WandaVision. That's an audience's own deception because mm-hmm. the audience has wanted it so much. Also, um, Boner. Also, Agatha. Um, those are honorable mentions that I just <laughs> remembered all those happening, so they couldn't make my list because I've already written it. My There's number so many, three. So many. My number three is Hail Hydra. Ooh. 
that was such a good that's moment. A good that that's is such a good one. That was a great audience moment too. All right. When I uh, I remember sitting in that audience, you're talking about like Infinity War, no, Endgame. No, right? in Winter Soldier. In oh. Winter, no, in Winter Soldier, when when we find out Hydra's there, like all of that in Winter Soldier, when we have like the yeah. uh, shield, all shield, like turning around because no one yeah. knew that was coming. Like that was like the biggest deception at the time. We're all like, oh man, what do they yeah. do with the MCU? Like we're all fucked. Especially since they had just launched the Shield show at that point, right? Yeah. Like it was and in season two. <laughs> that, that, um, no, that was still in season one. That's the only season oh, wow. that ties into the MCU because they actually referenced that. Because the um, the still, I think it's still well. Um, when he he leaves an episode of Agents of Shield to be like, all right, I got to go to this boat thing, and then we find then it cuts to um, him and Winter Soldier. Um, that's one of the few crossovers that they did. Um, John, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is kind of a perception of who you think is really the gauging the betrayal. Mm-hmm. It's King Dechaka and Prince Najobu. In a sense, they both betrayed each other in Black Panther. Okay, I can see that. Because you could see that Najobu radicalized, but then Dechaka sort of betrayed him by basically planting somebody as a spy mm-hmm. in his midst and then ends up killing him to save the spy. So it's kind of like a double betrayal. And it's really a matter of whose side do you feel like you're on? Because when I wrote it out, I was like, this can kind of be either way. Because in a sense, they're both betraying each other. Mm-hmm. So. No, I, I, I can agree. Um, Eric, what you got for number two? All right. I'm going to choose Thanos pushing Gamora off the cliff. That is a good. That's a good one. That was something that I think as the audience, we kind of were not that deceived, right? It started to me. I remember it was kind of walking through that scene and explaining it's got to be someone you love and stuff like that. And he's kind of doing that. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, it doesn't Gamora laughs at him. Yeah. Says, you don't love yeah. anybody. Right. Exactly. Go and then it dawns like. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> so but that was just a really powerful moment in general of, the, of that movie. So. My number two is Obadiah Stane and Iron Man. Yeah, all three. <laughs> just not the same number. Just not the same number. Yeah, yeah all three of them. Top five. Yeah, it's a good one. All right. Um, here's the moment of truth. Mm. We're all, none of us have mentioned a really big one that's there. John, what is your number one deception in the MCU? It's Winter Soldier Hydra. That's my number one. All right, Eric. That's America Two Hydra's betrayal when they reveal themselves. Oh, all right. Mine is <clears throat> Mysterio's deception of Spider-Man and the general public at large in Far From Home. I can, I can see. Good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My number I thought one. That one shocked me. I remember, and, and to the extent that they played it, and mm-hmm. I really like that movie in general. So it, it got extra credits there. My number He's a one. canny villain. He's a canny villain. Yeah, he was great. He was, I hope he comes back, but he can't technically, I guess. It's multiverse. 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 My, my number one is Mysterio. It's Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> nice! It was such thought, a strong deception. I really thought John was going to do the same. 
game. No, I really thought you were about to because none of us had mentioned it yet, and I was, and that was such a big moment. I I, for, really I will admit I forgot about that one. I got like, really wrapped up in my head about the bar, Black Panther. Yeah, right. The whole bar yeah. changes after he leaves, and you're like, oh, and you're like, the whole audience is like, what? Yeah. Oh, it was so good. like I kind of knew that he was supposed to be a bad guy based on the idea of Mysterio. What you had said, mm -hmm. but like up until then, he he had presented himself so like affable, um, Jake Gyllenhaal. You know, you're like, oh, this is a, this is a charming lad. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was so I good. Could trust him. If if I had thought of <clears throat> Agatha before we'd done this, Agatha would have made my oh, list. Yeah. Um, because that was such a good moment. Um, that was I should have thought about that one. But it didn't occur to me. Um but yeah Mysterio is um, definitely my favorite. So there we go. So um that now means Mr. Evans, what is my homework for next week? Top ten MCU surprise celebrity cameos. Ooh. All right. Um Uh, are there that many? I think there are, but so top and, five wait, MCU so celebrity cameos. Do they so have to, celebrity okay, cameos who appear in MCU? Are they films. playing? Do they have to play themselves? They can be playing a character as well. Okay, then like, I'm going. You I'm didn't make suspect one... to see this person. They're not a main character, but. Okay. Somebody who shows up either as themselves or as a character. All right. I'm going to make one caveat to throw in on this. Um, it cannot be Stan Lee. Yes. I think that should not be Stan Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That makes sense. This one's exciting. All right. Because I think, I, think, I, I mean, know. otherwise you just write your top 10 list is Stan Lee and Loki. Stan Lee and Miss Captain Marvel. Stanley, you know, let's let's look. You know, that's a top ten that could come later on. Yes, top um, ten Stanleys. I have already written my number one. Okay, I have right. I have already written one too. That might be my number one. I bet you were thinking the same. I think one. we might be thinking <laughs> the same again. Oh my god! Sadly enough, I think you you could write so a top good. five so from at least good. two of the movies. <laughs> you could write a top five using just oh. a couple of the movies. Honestly, at least one movie yeah. I can think of off the top of my head uh. where you could write five. Oh, of that, from. that that's my my number two. I know right now. Uh, hold on. <laughs> All right, sorry. Um. <laughs> uh, Oh my god, that's supposed to be good. I could do I'll be able to do this one in like five minutes easy because I already know my number one and two are. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's I look forward to that. I look very much forward to that. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that has been the not funny guys present off the reels. Um, you can find me over at the Twitter at Vash Maxwell. Um, you can find me on Letterboxd as vash maxwell i think is that my name god i think it is mm -hmm. um i should know that better um and you can find me at hive at casey franklin um let me confirm my uh oh, well no, he's trying to figure that casey out you can on, find uh, me over at twitter's the twitter's on uh at arching a p with a phd and on instagram at esoteric underscore by underscore design and of course, Eric, you can find him on the the LinkedIn, right? Right. <laughs> you can find me on LinkedIn, and you can or the find Stone me on Letterboxd as Eckley. <laughs> um, you can find me on Letterboxd as uh, Casey Franklin. Okay. I sworn I did. Uh, 
could have sworn it was also as Vash, but maybe I'm I'm not I I I feel like I haven't slept, people. Um yeah, it's been rough. It's been rough. Uh, but this has been a fun episode. I look forward to next week's um same, same time, same YouTube. Not YouTube. Same podcast. Apple podcast channel. Yeah. We're going to be on YouTube one day because I've said that now. We keep joking we're going to go out to YouTube. We're going to do a YouTube special one day. I have to clean up if that's the case. I don't, I don't know, know what it's going to be. We're going to look more well groomed than me, Eric. What are you talking about? I will be. I'll be mustache back soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we do. If we do a YouTube special. I think we have to really go all out on our facial hairs and like really get like yeah. you know some like you know do the whole I, like yes, good day, sir. So I hear okay. Here's how we're gonna do the YouTube one. Sorry, we're extending this episode time a little bit. Here's how <laughs> we're gonna do the YouTube. I figured it out. <laughs> Write in to notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com and tell us the worst movie you can think of and we will watch that and we'll do a youtube episode you will watch our facial reactions the worst movie you can think of and we will just talk over it and not actually watch the movie so <laughs> you get a live reaction from us live oh reactions my God. all right I, i'll agree to that what <laughs> should be like shark but no one wants to watch this there'll be a lot of screaming <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of painful moaning and screaming <laughs> it will be. Oh, it what will the be. fuck is that shit god damn it <laughs> that's what happens when i accidentally say youtube uh but yeah you can find us over at the podcast channels of your choice and by podcast channels of your choice i mean apple Podcasts at this moment we're working on Spotify, people. We're working on Spotify. We're gonna get there. Welcome, welcome to the boardroom, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you, you, you wanna you wanna know what else is in the sausage? <laughs> yes, yes, they do want to know what else is in the sausage. But anyway, this is episode 45. We'll see you on episode 46, people. Have a good night. Peace out. Later. <laughs>